welcome to uh, Phil Lee's Jazz Pleasures in conjunction with Ribble Valley Jazz and Blues. And tonight we're going to talk about the uh, 60-year anniversary of Impulse Records, a really classic and iconic jazz label. And in the studio with me, I've got Alan Bramwell, who is the founder of Giants of Jazz Radio, to help me discuss Impulse Records. Hi, Phil. So we're going to hear some great Impulse tunes. We are. What was significant, do you think, uh, about Impulse and, and what it achieved? Well, I think it was uh, founded by Creed Taylor, who had earlier worked as a record producer, came from a, a very humble background and uh, brought very high production standards to uh, recording of jazz. And he uh, started his own label in 1961. He didn't stay long, but he came with a certain kind of leaf motif, a certain sort of new way of approaching jazz. Indeed, the first labels, the first records that came out on their classic orange and black sleeves referred to as the new wave of jazz. We're going to start off with a couple of tracks from Alice Coltrane. Yeah. The wonderful. first one is called uh, Gospel Train, one I've picked. But then you've picked um, probably a more well-known track as, yeah. as one of her best. Yeah. It's a, a very good example of where I think Creed was taking the, uh, the label. It's um, Alice Coltrane's reflection upon her and her husband's, John Coltrane's, visit to India to meet Swami Sachin Nanada. I hope I've got that right. And this is called Journey to Satchin and
let's just firstly talk a bit about um, the formation of Impulse. Now, okay. came out of what could be considered as a, a, a period, a golden age of jazz. Now, I know we talk about the golden age of jazz being the 1920s and 30s. Yeah, yeah. But uh, the 1960s, the late 50s and early 60s was also, I think, a oh, golden yeah. age of jazz. And this record label reflects that, doesn't it? It does, without doubt. And it reflects also, I think, a conscious attempt to bring in uh, a new wave of listeners to jazz. We have to remember always that music's only how it can be conveyed to an audience and the audience can own and possess it. You know, we think of radios now, we can just turn it on, computers, we just turn it on, Spotify. But in those days, it was very differently transported and it's basically through, uh, through albums. This was a time when soul music was getting, black soul music in the States was getting through to young white people in Europe, but mostly in the USA. And jazz also. And this label, I think, consciously attempted to do that. And I think you'll see that in some of the selections that we've got. Yeah. I'm going to move on now to play um, a couple of tracks that was uh, made by a producer, uh, originally a producer for Impulse, Oliver Nelson. You've picked a track and I've yeah. picked a track, so yeah. just tell me a bit about the one you've picked. I, I just loved it. I just love this piece of music. It's just, it's just stunningly wonderful. And um, I think, in a sense, uh, Oliver Nel Nelson is a wonderful sax player, but he also has really great backing on this album. I mean... There's Stanley Tarantine on this, Freddie Hubbard. On the piano, it's uh, Bill Evans. I mean, it is a, a, a quite remarkable album. But Oliver Nelson stopped doing jazz after this and became an arranger and um, arranged the music for lots of really great 60s and 70s films and lots of TV shows, Ironside, A Million Dollar Man, things like that. So I think he was a bit of a loss to jazz because this is an absolutely stunning album.
Yeah, so that was Oliver Nelson and a track called Stolen Moments. I followed that with uh, a, definitely a lesser-known track and certainly not one of his best, but he made an album that, that combined the speeches of uh, JFK and uh, the, the track we're going to hear now is one of those tracks. It's called The Rights of All. Today we are committed to a worldwide struggle to promote and protect the rights of all who wish to be free. And when Americans are sent to Vietnam or West Berlin, we do not ask for whites only. It ought to be possible, therefore, for American students of any color to attend any public institution they select without having to be backed up by troops.
One of the, the key individuals, of course, to the impulse story is John Coltrane. Undoubtedly, yeah. And, and you could argue that, you know, he was given free reign... He was. ...on on who was involved with yeah, yeah. with the label. And, yeah. and, and certainly from his career, he was basically could use as much studio time as he needed to... Yeah. to and was constantly making... That was part of the, one of the reasons why he amassed so much material uh, after his death. Yeah, yeah. And um, it became known, Impulse, as, as the house that Coltrane built... And, of course, it became a vehicle for his wife and for many other um, experimental jazz musicians that, at that time, Sun Ra, Pharaoh Saunders. Um, and it also involved, I think, through Alice, Alice Coltrane, some female musicians in a way that other labels didn't, such as, uh, we're going to listen to later, Shirley Scott and Gloria Coleman. And I think Alice, um, she became the keeper of his music. She did when he died, yeah. When he died. Uh, uh, the other thing is that we should mention is that um, Impulse came out of um, a much bigger consortium, uh, ABC. Yeah, ABC Records. Yeah. ABC Records. They were very keen, Impulse were very keen to, to get some of the artists that had recorded for ABC, including yeah. this guy called Ray Charles. Yes, Ray Charles, yeah. You've picked one of his early tracks. Well, I think this personifies completely what we were talking about earlier, about the idea of appealing to a younger white um, audience. And, of course, Ray Charles eventually did that in spades uh, later on in the 60s and early 70s. But um, this is a, an album called Genius Plus Soul Equals Jazz, and this is a track from that album. I love it. I mean, Genius Plus Soul Equals Jazz is appealing to young white people that are interested in now black soul music and trying to get them interested in jazz and I love Clark Terry's trumpet on this track <laughs> Thank you. 
Say, honey, funny as can be. If we have a dozen children, you know they all better look like me when we move. was called um, I'm going to move to the outskirts of town and I think there's another sociological point we can make there that that was at a point where middle class black people well off black people were probably thinking of doing that moving to the suburbs for the first time out of towns like Chicago and Philadelphia so the next track we're going to hear is uh, from Sun Ra who uh, was prolific in, in all the stuff he's released uh, during a, a very long career uh, but the the what got me about this? It uh, starts with a piano, really kind of soft, and I just love the the uh, the gaps in this in this yeah. uh, track. Can I just add? I think that this also reflects another aspect of the '60s impulse jazz, which is the kind of movement towards alternativeness and um, all the thing about refocus on reconsciousness and uh, you know Eastern. Eastern uh, religious stuff, a lot of that in Sun Ra and and cosmology. You know, this is the beginning of his cosmic path. So it's called uh, Streets of Dreams from Sun Ra.
next up is uh, I, gu- I guess we could say that this is a, a brilliant example of the American songbook. It this is. is Diana Kroll, who did record. I think she didn't do a lot for uh, Impulse, maybe an album or so. Yeah, yeah. But very much welcomed, and I think she does a fantastic treatment of this classic song, All or Nothing at All. Yeah, and um, I would, if you ever want to introduce anybody to the American Songbook, you could do no better than this album, I think. All or nothing at all Half a love never appealed to me If your heart never could yield to me Then I'd rather have nothing at all Or nothing at all If it's love, there ain't no in-between Why begin and cry for something that might have been No, I'd rather have nothing at all Please don't put your lips so close to my cheek Don't smile or I'll be lost beyond recall The kiss in your eyes, the touch of your hand makes me weak may grow dizzy and fall And if I fell under the spell of your call I would be caught in the undertow So you see I've got to say no No Or nothing at all
So that's uh, Diana Kroll and All or Nothing at All. I think it's noticeable in the, the tracks we've chosen to play, there are very few women yeah, yeah. in this. Either, I think, singers, yeah, I think uh, Impulse did record uh, quite, quite a few uh, singers yeah. who made albums. Yeah. But there's very few um, women jazz musicians. Musicians, musicians yeah. There's one that I've, I've chosen, and uh, this is Gloria Coleman and her quintet, and uh, it's a track called uh, Sadie Green. She was a jazz organist that released a couple of albums yeah. for Impulse. And she also had a travelling band, which is all female, uh, uh, but she didn't record much with that. But yeah. this is, this is uh, uh, just her. With, I, think, I think her own husband's on... Um, I think her husband... George Coleman is on is on sax. He played a lot with Herbie Hancock. We did look at trying to find other artists that recorded female artists that recorded, yeah, we did. Uh, and it's far and few between. It is, and uh, I think for all that Impulse stood for and all that it did within a a period of empowerment, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's disappointing that uh, they didn't go. You know, I, th- I think obviously they were more concerned about reduce, uh, producing quantity and I think the quality was often, you know, left to be desired really.
okay, what's what's next? You've got a Fero Sanders track. I got, yeah, I mean, this is um, a very good example, I think. The album Tembi, this is the track Tembi from it, of um, a great, great sax player, unique sound, developing these kind of cosmic notions. Um, this was his seventh album. It's worth noting he's still going at 80. He's uh, 81 actually next week. Well, he will be 81 when this show goes out. And... Um, his latest album, Promises, which I urge you all to listen to as well, I think will become 2021's jazz album of the year. It's, it's with the London Symphony Orchestra and it's absolutely delightful. But this is a great track. I love this track. Tembi.
picked a, a track, and I, I, we have got a few modern tracks, or recent tracks, uh, in, in our list. Uh, I've picked this track from uh, Shabaka and the Ancestors, I suppose modern avant-garde jazz octet, have released uh, uh, some excellent uh, music. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this is a track called uh, Go My Heart, Go to Heaven. And um, it's worth noting that uh, although he's British Barbadian, and he, he features again in some of our other choices, all the musicians on this are South African, and it's um, and it's uh, the lyrics of all the songs are um, from the South African poet and performance artist Shia Bonga Matembu. There's some real righteous rage in some of this music.
is uh, Shirley Scott, who um, a, a great um, organist, I think. And one reviewer called this hip hop soul jazz, and I think that's about right. I love this particular track, recorded with a lot of passion and with Eddie Lockdoor Davis. Uh, next, I've uh, picked a track by a blues player called uh, Mel Brown. Yeah, yeah. Who uh, he he wasn't that well known, but this is not blues. It's uh, very funky. It's fantastic. I I hadn't, I hadn't heard of Mel Brown, which is to my eternal shame. I think such great guitar, and I I just expected any minute um, James Brown to come in at the beginning. It's so funky, and uh, um, it's it's like a some. It very consciously evokes Booker T and uh, Steve Crocker's guitar. I, I, I just loved it. I love this track. And he, he played uh, in B.B. Uh, King's band as well, so ah. he must be good. He must be good. Okay. Yeah.
That was Mel Brown with Chicken Fat. What a great track. And now, one of the greats of jazz, Duke Ellington, who did record on Impulse. This is pure pleasure, this song. This is um, uh, one of Ellington's great tunes in a sentimental mood. And it's wonderfully played. And it's got the best sax accompaniment it probably ever had on any of the recordings by John Coltrane. There's nothing to say about this. Just enjoy it. But before we do enjoy it, I'm going to ask Alan how many albums were historically credited to Ellington. How many do you think? Well, considering his long career, I don't know, 100 or so? 297. Wow. I know. It's amazing. And And this is an amazing track as well. Just enjoy it. Thank you. 
Okay, we we played also there, backing up, backed up with Duke Ellington, a Charlie Mingus track, theme for Lester Young, which of course was originally entitled Goodbye Pork Pie Hat from his Aham album. Just also reminding you of some of the great artists that recorded for Impulse. Okay, um, I'd just like to remind you of future gigs that are coming up uh, for Ribble Valley Jazz and Blues, at, both at the Grand. The first one is on Friday the 29th of October, starting at 7.30, Gwillem Simcock, the great jazz pianist, with Mike Walker, the fantastic, I mean, truly fantastic Mancunian jazz guitarist, with Hermione Dearloo, who is uh, a Swiss harmonica player. That is going to be an absolutely fabulous gig, and I urge anybody that's interested in good music to go and see it. And then... Later on December, on Friday the 17th of December, again starting at the same time, we've got Dennis Rollins' Funky Funk. And I, that is going to be a great Christmas party. A great British jazz trombonist with a really funky band. You're going to love that. OK, Phil. Uh, now, next coming up is uh, one of your choices, Quincy Jones. Uh, you've picked a, a track called Hard Sock Dance. Yeah, <laughs> I, I urge you to listen to this very closely. It's, this was reviewed in, by um, Jazz Reviewers called The Sound of Modern Progressive Big Band at its very pinnacle. This is recorded in 65. Quincy Jones, of course, went on to become a great record arranger, did, you know, Thriller, Michael Jackson, or Michael Jackson's back catalogue. But this is great, and what, what I'd urge you to listen to is how... The, uh, when the brass section comes in, it comes in exceedingly loudly, continuously. So, anyway, it, it's a great track, I think.
So that's uh, Quincy Jones and uh, a track he made in the uh, the 1960s yeah. uh, from an album called Quintessence. The Quintessence. Quint- the yeah. yeah, it's easy for you to say. Yeah, it's easy to say. Isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> he, at the age of 80 something now, he's, he's still still around and still making music. And yeah, uh, yeah. You, you, you know, I don't think there's anyone that he hasn't played with. He's no. you know, a, a long, long career. And I think he's got so many awards he probably gets a has to, his house is probably full of them Quincy Jones in his career has had 80 Grammy Award nominations uh, so that just shows you yeah, he how must have a house full of them I think he's just been entered into the um, the Grammy Hall of Fame and I, I think that's quite hard to get into yeah like lifetime mem- you know life thing now coming up next we've got a couple of tracks from uh, bands that have uh, recently joined um, Impulse You've you've picked a track, and uh, but first we're going to play a track that I've picked from uh, the the band. It's a London-based band who signed for Impulse in 2018. Uh, they're called the Comet Is Coming. This is a track called uh, Summon the Fire. <laughs>
that was the Shabaka Hutchins again, although he's called the King Shabaka. And that's just three uh, musicians. What a great sound from an album called Trust in the Life Force of the Deep Mystery. I think that's a very forceful track and very important in the development of British new jazz. Talking of important tracks, you've picked uh, next uh, um, Sons of Kemet. Yeah, who, um, again, Shabak Hutchkins again. And this is um, from uh, an album which um, Your Queen is a Reptile. This is uh, Our Queen is Doreen Lawrence. And um, Doreen Lawrence, of course, is the uh, mother of Stephen Lawrence, who was murdered and still hasn't had any um, justice. And Doreen Lawrence has spent most of her life with her husband trying to get that justice. And if you listen to the lyrics of this song, it's all about due process. It's a very significantly radical cutting edge and I think quite inspiring music. Frightening and having this much presence. Stuck along to something bigger than a 
got so desperate point of view. Wash your grievances in public with a horn to your sides and come back with minutes. Cause fear, make madness to hurt your own home so hard the whole world knows you're alive and to not give a damn if it doesn't. To say something, anything alive, face down the law even if it's just for one night. Go ahead, put your lips to my power and sit. Feel big like Caesar, Roman Rome. Strike, not run. Do not just be there when we'll burn. Want to hold the torch now. Hope smash, but cash. But you're not a fool, brother. Just pray, just foolish. Let's face it. Who raises your beliefs and look behind? 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 So that was Sons of Kemet. The, the uh, track was uh, My Queen is Doreen Lawrence. Just to remind you, listening to the jazz show on uh, Ribble FM, uh, Alan Bramwell and Phil Lee with you, looking at some of the great uh, 
music produced on the Impulse record label, uh, celebrating 60 years yeah, this year. The next track picked is uh, one of yours, uh, Phil, from yeah. uh, Freddie Hubbard called Caravan, a Duke Ellington track. Yeah, this is Freddie Hubbard. Um, wonderful uh, tune, I think, Caravan, and this is a great version of it from Hubbard. He had his greatest solo album, Impact, later with Creed Taylor and a series of albums in the 70s on CTI Records. But um, And he was also uh, a member of the wonderful Herbie Hancock bands, the early ones that recorded such great music. But um, this is a lovely version of a great Ellington tune. Enjoy.
That was Chico Hamilton, and the drummer, and I think the title says it all for mods only. Our Christmas party is Dennis Rollins' Funky Funk, and Dennis Rollins, I think, is probably regarded as a really great, one of the world's leading jazz trombonists, and he's really excellent, and that will be a really good gig. Tickets are £15 in advance at the Grand, Friday the 17th of December. Yeah, I've picked a track from uh, Curtis Fuller called The Clan. Uh, Curtis Fuller, I think, was a, a band leader. He worked uh, with Mingus and also played with Art Blakey. Well, thanks ever so much for uh, letting me uh, be part of your show. And okay, uh, really enjoyed coming. it. And uh, maybe we do it again. Yeah, I hope so. It was great. I loved it. Thanks. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. 